0: No purchase necessary.
1: Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer
3: proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. criminal
0: justice system into the direction of the 21st century. The
2: public should be outraged by this.
0: We need to use science and data in order to address public safety of violent crime.
4: His data and science is completely flawed. Nobody's safe in Los Angeles because of of District Attorney Gaston.
3: We are very, very concerned about his policies. You will see that not only have I enhanced public safety. I am absolutely outraged at the lies that Mr. Gaston is stealing.
1: He has no business implementing Laws
3: of his own personal choice, which we voted against. We've done
0: so in a way that is much more both
1: physically and socially responsible.
3: Not only is he breaking the law, but he is not doing what he is supposed to do as a district attorney, and that is protect his victims.
4: Gaston is an advocate for criminals.
1: I truly believe that he is in the wrong office. He should have been a public defender. He's
3: voted in; it can be voted out. Salute. Celebrating us going home on this Gaskin Direct.
0: Crime is at a historic low in this nation's historic lows in the state. That's a bunch of baloney to me.
4: And now, for an update on the recall of L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon, here's John and Ken. Podonic. John and Ken show. Podonic. John Cobell, Ken Champotes, It's KFI AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Happy to host another edition of uh, Recall George Gascon and uh, And
0: Podonic is the Russian word for scum. Putin apparently was using that word today to describe the traitors in Russia. Yeah,
4: well, it fits uh, for a lot of people. And uh, on the Gascon recall front, uh, Steve Cooley is coming on here, the former L.A. County District Attorney back when we had good ones. And now he's leading this effort uh, to uh, get Gascon out of office. And uh, they've got news today.
3: Steve, how are you? Well, good. I just want to clarify one thing. It's some uh, next of kin uh, murder victims who have been leading the effort and inspired me and many others to join in what looks like a very, very promising recall. Things are really going well.
4: All right. Talk about yes. uh, the news today on the signatures and the money raised.
3: Well, uh, 125,000 signatures with thousands coming in virtually every day. And the way it works, uh, as, as I've been told by experts, is that you start out with certain numbers, And it's not arithmetic; it's more geometric, uh, and it's more exponential. So it kind of doubles on itself, like like interest, I guess. And uh, so the predictions are from the experts that we're right on track to uh, get the signatures in uh, many more than the 566,000 needed. Right on track to get them in uh, by July, maybe even a tad earlier. And then on the money front, 3.5 million is uh, substantially more than was. raised in the last effort, which had a lot of enthusiasm and not much money. But that is also uh, a good sign because money follows a winner in politics, and this looks like it's going to be a winner.
0: Is it true that there were some sort of West Side entertainment people that have given to this effort, which, you know, some media took as a bit of a surprise?
3: I, I read that story also, and I think uh, that was in uh, reaction to uh, the, the murder of Ms. Avant and Beverly Hills and... The fact that Beverly Hills has been hit really hard uh, with smash and grab robberies and other incidents, which is uh not not the usual uh thing over there. Uh and they decided, uh the leaders and people with money, uh that they too want a safe Los Angeles County and they too want to get rid of George Gascone. They perceive him as uh connected with the problem, maybe maybe the problem. And they want him out. And I did read a story where uh, many prominent people uh, 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 on the west side uh, are uh, getting behind the campaign and networking and talking to each other and saying basically enough is enough.
0: Yeah, I don't think we've talked to you this before, but, you know, you were DA for quite a while. 33 cities in L.A. County voted no confidence in Gascon in addition to Beverly Hills. You ever heard of anything like that before?
3: It's unheard of. As a matter of fact, in the 172-year history of Los Angeles County, I don't think there's ever been a vote of no confidence by a city in a constitutional officer ever. Uh, so this is historic. Now we got 33, I think there were maybe a couple more this week on top of that. So it's it is historic. Uh, one would be historic, 33, 34, 35, uh, that that is uh, historic of biblical yeah. proportions in terms of no confidence. And
4: then you had 90% of the deputy uh, 98% of the deputy district attorneys who voted uh, on on their uh, ballot to uh, support the recall, the recall, in yeah. favor of the recall. Yeah. I mean, that that
0: was That unreal. probably didn't surprise you as much, well, Steve, well, since you spent well, many well, years in the
3: those, those numbers are astronomical. You, you can't get a group of deputy DAs together and have them agree about whether the sun is out or not. And they agree about this, that Gascon has to go, Gascon should be recalled. And the turnout, too, wasn't just 98% said Gascon should be recalled? it was like 83% voted. That's just not what they do. That's a very, very high turnout. So I think there's a lot of energy there, and I think that's translating into a lot of deputy DAs uh, shirking off uh, this guy, not being afraid of him, and getting out and collecting cert- uh, signatures and circulating petitions.
4: Do you think people feel betrayed, fooled by Gascone? Because a, a, a lot of supporters of Gascone say, hey, this is what he said he would do when he ran. Why is everybody upset? And and I don't I've, think most people were paying attention to this race in great detail. What, what is your analysis?
3: I think you're totally right. And he did not say what he was going to do when he ran. He was sort of subdued, quiet. I'm a reform kind of guy. Uh, some some new ideas, and maybe some changes. He was never specific about not representing victims at lifer parole hearings and leaving the poor victims next of kin, having to fend for themselves against the murderer's lawyer and the murderer. He never said he was going to not file all uh, sentencing enhancements according to the law. He never said that he was going to not file uh, a whole array of uh, very important misdemeanors uh, in 78 of the county's 88 cities. Uh, which he's responsible for, and the unincorporated parts of Los Angeles County. He never said that. Uh, And quite frankly, people, I don't think, realize that some of his policies would work out in such a dramatic way uh, right in front of their eyes, the Tubbs case, the Avant case, smash-and-grab robberies, uh, all kinds of Prop 47 problems. I don't think anyone fully appreciated it until they saw it. Well, now they've seen it. And now they want to change it. You, you must be- mentioned
0: the Tubbs case. I mean, we talked about that for days. I think that really resonated with people about just how wrong this DA is. And, of course, it even got him to say, yeah, I think the sentence was a little light.
3: Well, you, you know what, what motivated him was the a publication of the uh, tape-recorded statement between Tubbs and his father where Tubbs is basically laughing at the system. Right, uh, and and I think that really, really got into the skin of the law-abiding public. They want their criminal justice system to work, to be fair, to be accurate, and to punish appropriately, not to be laughed at by some uh, vicious predator, uh, sexual assaulter of a of a child.
4: Did you see the uh, polling on uh, Chesa Bodine, the San Francisco DA, who's up for recall very soon?
3: It looks. Yeah, like I would... did. I, I think he's a dead man walking. Uh, and You know, it's very hard to unring a negative, and Bodine's negatives are very, very high and very, very solid. And quite frankly, from the polls I've seen about Gascon, his negatives are very high. It's hard to unring that negative bell. If you're painting against a, a, a clear backdrop but, and you have all sorts of money to spend to build someone up and, and no one knows about him, yeah, you can make some uh, positives uh, out of uh, maybe uh, something, but when a voter decides they don't like somebody, that's generally it. They're not going to change their mind, and I think the voters overwhelmingly do not want George Gascon. They don't like him. They yeah. don't trust him. It's, and it's, it causes fear.
4: It, it's interesting. Uh, wh- whatever the word "liberal" means to people, you've got two mainly liberal sillies, cities: L.A. and San Francisco. Uh, apparently, it doesn't mean destruction of the criminal justice system.
3: Well, <laughs> yes, and I think that I think that. Uh, Public safety is nonpartisan uh, across the board. doesn't no matter about political affiliation or your religion or, or anything else. It's really public safety is just the kind of thing that all law-abiding citizens want to have. And when they don't have it, they're not happy. And when they're not happy, they vote against people like George Gascon.
0: All right. So you're, you're hopeful that this could appear if you get these signatures on the November ballot this year.
3: Oh yes, that's, oh uh, they they consulted with lawyers and professionals. They mapped it all out, uh, really down to a T. And no, it's on it's on schedule to be in the November ballot. And uh, that's I think that's uh, going to be a done deal. If he gets on a ballot, I can guarantee you, uh, he will be recalled. The, the people want him recalled. The trick is get those uh, signatures in a timely manner, submit them to the registrar of recorder, and put his name on the ballot, and he is history.
0: And right. one more exciting thing I've never seen before: a recall app is coming out, huh?
3: Well, I got to check that one out. Do You guys uh, email me that one. No, it's in the press release. Yeah, a recall app which oh, serve as a good. hub. Why do you read those interact. things more
0: often? Yeah, <laughs> provide LA County residents with an easy way to get involved. A, a,
3: a Gascon. Well, yeah. They, app. Well, they've got the uh, they had the website recalldageorgegascon uh, that's certainly an easy way to get involved. You get right on there, download those petitions, circulate them around, sign them yourself. Uh, yeah, it's really easy in this day and age of electronic communication. People can get more involved when they otherwise might not have. And so that's just going on the, uh, on the uh, website, com. All right,
0: Steve Cooley, thanks for talking to us again.
3: Okay, thank you, guys. All right. That is
0: the former Los Angeles County District Attorney Steve Cooley. He was replaced by Jackie Lacey, and those were the good old days. Yes. <laughs> now we're stuck with George Gascone. He's up for a recall. And again, that website, recall, So Remember, you have to be an L.A. County registered voter. But they're off to a pretty good start. They've got until uh, July to collect the needed uh, over 600,000 signatures to get a recall vote in November. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampo,
4: KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Speaking of the app, mm. you can contribute to the Moist line through the Talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app for KFI. Oh. If you would like to do that, you can leave a message at our toll-free number. one moist 86 one 664 7886 But there is a feature on the iHeartRadio app called TalkBack, where you could leave the Johnny Kent show a message. Right. I guess a moist line nature. Right, so the moist line is now in the palm of your hand. The moist line is now gone high tech Mm -hmm. with an app feature called TalkBack. That could potentially create
4: a much greater yield of calls, right? Are you gonna say a game changer? Could be
0: a game changer. I love the overused expression, a game changer. For Eric's life. He could suddenly get <laughs> sit there multiples,
4: right? Because you have to go out of your way to call and wait for the recording. But now yeah, just...
0: I mean, people have the app all over the planet. Sure, we might even get a Russian call calling a scum.
4: Yes, if there are any iHeartRadio Radio John and Ken listeners in Russia, wow, that would be fun. Get we, their perspective. We, we certainly would welcome your your moist line edition. You you could even give us you know a pro Putin speech.
0: Pro Putin. Ha- happy to hear from you. Well, two major British airlines and London's Heathrow Airport announced they are dropping their mask mandates over the next month. How about that? No masks in the airport and on the planes anymore. Woohoo! Not happening here. British Airways and Virgin Atlantic provided statements to Heathrow indicating that they would follow suit. Heathrow announced it will drop its mask requirements starting Wednesday, but still strongly encourages travelers. You continue covering their faces.
1: I'm always going to wear a mask on a plane.
0: Always? You forever? Always.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Not for COVID. She
0: doesn't even hesitate.
1: No. No, I don't want to. I can't. It drives me insane when people have that loose cough and they're sneezing and, ugh, I can't stand it. So and I'm going to wear a mask. A loose cough. Oh, that. Oh, So gross. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you and do I, know, though, it's not a guarantee.
1: I know it's not a guarantee, but at least I'm being proactive. I'm doing something. It you, will make me feel better.
4: You know, I sat next to a guy once for nine hours who coughed violently. <sighs> he had to stand up and cough. I would die. He... <laughs> nine hours? Nine hours. We were going New York to L.A., and first three hours, we were stuck on the ground in Newark. Oh. He sat down next to me, and he was a big, flabby guy. Did you give him a dirty look? And he. <laughs> it, it was beyond, it went on for nine hours. <laughs> but it was, you know, you, you you could go, ew, at him a couple of times, but, and and he really had something serious. I, I just figure it was tuberculosis. It's a good uh, thing you didn't get it. To. It was everything but coughing up blood. And he'd, he was just hacking and hacking and hacking, and there was no way to get away from it. So we said, we're on the tarmac for three hours. We finally lift off, and then it's, you know, six hours on the plane, you know, by the time you, you, you fly and, and you land and you're sitting on the tarmac in LAX. It's like, oh, oh. And, and plus the noise, the noise too starts to drive you mad <laughs> because it was just, there was lots of phlegm and goo uh. and viral loads. And I didn't get sick from it though. And
1: you didn't move?
4: There's nowhere to move.
1: The I aisle. I would know, there's no way I would be standing or sitting next to that guy. I would <laughs> cause such a ruckus, I'd be thrown out. If who
0: was going to trade with me?
1: Hey, Nobody. You, yeah, you, you want
4: to sit next to the guy with tuberculosis? <laughs>
0: The uh, TSA announced today that they investigated more than 3,800 incidents of potential violations involving the federal mask mandate, which, by the way, officially is still in place in this country until at least April 18th. They will reassess the necessity of wearing a mask on the airplanes sometime right before that and make an announcement. Maybe the British can lead the way here to making it optional and... Uh, yeah, I, I will just, mock I, Deborah Mark on my next flight. I I just can't believe
4: um, how how much manpower and how much money they must have spent
0: investigating thousands, almost four thousand cases. Yeah,
4: yeah, th- almost four thousand mass complaints.
0: Yeah, you, you realize they issued... twenty seven hundred warning notices, and they did issue civil penalties in nine hundred instances. You got to read all the paperwork. You got to you got to talk to the to the witnesses, the accused. You got to process.
4: I, I, if there's oh no enforcement then there's no who cares I mean I' read that and said <laughs> what, what, what did it matter?
0: well, except if the guy had a
4: meltdown and punched the flight attendant that well kid, yeah, but now that's a different crime there right. I mean but I mean th- this was just people refusing to wear a mask primarily
0: don't they throw you off the plane or I guess you could take it off while you're in flight or well maybe did it did
4: do. then it did lead to altercation I saw
0: a couple people get rejected ejected from the plane.
4: During the last two years, you know it's weird. I mean, there's certain places you can't win, and the a plane is one of them. Like in the grocery store, you know, you just keep running, right?
0: Yes, I know. <laughs> ahead of the, you're uh, trapped on a plane. Ahead
4: of the assistant managers waddling after you, it's like, what, what, what is, what is the guy gonna do, right? Yeah, and, and here in California, you don't even have to pay for your food at grocery stores. You know, paying is optional, so you could just grab a bunch of stuff. That's and right. if the they great shoplifting. Right, man. if they don't want to check you out because you're not wearing a mask, it's like, okay, just give me a bag, I'll be out of yeah. here.
0: Just hold up the hunk of meat and say, Prop 47, see (laughs) you. Less than 950 right here. Not anymore, though. (laughs) Citation, if anything, they don't even bother. Uh, It says here, in instances where passengers' refusal to wear a mask does interfere with crew members' abilities to perform their jobs, the FAA can issue fines and refer the cases for prosecution. They had 6,000 unruly passenger reports, of which more than 4,200 were mask-related. This is last year. It's given me a new game to play, though. When I go to the grocery
4: store, drugstore, Whole Foods, I now uh, put together uh, stereotypes on on who's likely to wear a mask and who isn't.
0: Oh, okay, because we're we're at a point now where a lot of people are not. No, but there are types that are wearing the mask. Well, I'm very nice. I look at the sign on the door to see if there is one. Yeah, they're all there's, gone. There's a place I went to today that no, a place I went to today has still had. Please wear a mask. What, is, what is it? It was a restaurant chain. Is it please wear a mask or you must wear a mask? Oh, you know, I didn't. It just said out of a courtesy to our employees. Yeah, I think it just said please wear yeah, a mask.
4: Yeah, that's 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 tricky wording. But I'm looking for required. Oh, I see. No one without a mask is permitted. That kind of very definitive legal language. If it doesn't say something definitive, then. Uh, I'm not wearing it, and then I, I I stand in line and laugh at the people who are wearing it and I tell you uh young west side women young to middle aged west side women, the most predominant uh mask wear,
0: yes, that's Deborah Mark, yeah, well, there you go, <laughs> maybe not as young as
1: you. she <laughs> <laughs> thanks Dan. <Ken. laughs>
0: You do want our audience to think you're 30. Is that what we're going with? No,
1: I thought 25 would be better. I had my kids very young.
0: You look really young. Thank you. Yeah, you got kids like with their own kids, right? Oh,
1: God, please. No, I'm not a grandmother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See? Someday you will be, and you're going to regret acting like that. Well,
1: Because I'm not ready now. I'm too young to be a grandma. And she
0: won't acknowledge the kid. (laughs) But your children are a childbearing age. It could happen.
1: Oh, okay. You...
4: Johnny Show, John Cobalt, and Ken Shampo, KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Well, uh, in news this afternoon, uh, Jussie Smollett's getting out of prison. Yeah. The state appellate court ruled in Illinois that he can be out on bond while his lawyers appeal his conviction for staging the hate crime. So when he got a 150-day sentence, and only served a few days. Why is this? They made a decision. Why is that,
4: this? There's a lot of people appealing their convictions. Why is he getting uh, special treatment? He was on a psych he, board a few days
0: ago. He does have to pay a bond of 150 grand for the uh, release. I don't know. Don't they usually decide that if they think you might have strong merits in your appeal? I don't. That know. Maybe you can be released I because... Know. I don't know. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Uh Yeah. Oh, it says he would not have to dig into his pockets to get out of jail. He would only owe money if he skipped his court dates. I see. That's kind of how it's going to work. Uh, Now, meanwhile, the El Segundo Times had this really irritating story the other day that uh, Cal State University executives, a small group, who were either let go or quit their posts, are still being paid more than $4 million in salary and benefits. It's some sort of special clause they got in their contract <laughs> called the Executive Transition Program, the ETP. And, and they transition for millions of dollars. Yes. This is really and, lucrative. You know, and it doesn't really one of them is a former chancellor resigned because he mishandled sex abuse and workplace misconduct complaints. He was president of Fresno State. Well, that's gotta be a so,
4: challenging job, huh? Uh
0: <laughs> the president of Fresno the president State. Of Fresno State.
4: The guy's name is Joseph Castro. And they get uh
0: they get an enormous amount of money they do I didn't, you get is, full see- medical vacation other benefits and salaries which accrue towards their pensions uh they're called transition salaries they're typically paid for a year and for for work that's as stupid as the providing advice and counsel one cal state northridge president received more than $275,000 for a year yeah the
4: uh there was a chancellor named Timothy White who uh, resigned in January 2021, and he's going to get a salary of 327000 for two years. He and has a, to transition. And a tw-
0: what, okay. Is there an operation involved? Uh, transitioning gender? No. I mean, those can be expensive, I understand. Well, they uh, started this in 1981, this transition program. It's man. another perk to try to get these guys to take the job, but really... And, and, they, and often, they, they always tell us this. It's hard to find good executives for these well, positions. It's very competitive.
4: Apparently, they're not that good because they're getting getting released left and right. Two of them over not handling sex harassment cases properly. Yes. So the, the woke police came and got them. And so, then often they they even they, so they get these, these these salaries for a couple of years and then various perks, you know, like a free car, and then they get h- hired back as a professor. But it's usually one of those
0: professor jobs where you don't have to show up very much. Yeah, that Timothy White resigned in January of last year. He's receiving an annual salary of $327,744 for two years until the end of this year. He also gets a $24,000 car allowance for the period and payment for any other Cal State related travel costs and incidental expenses. This agreement was approved by the Dopey board chair, Listen. Lillian Kimball. So the Fresno State guy, Joseph Castro, yeah. $401,000 a year
4: until February 2023. And an $8,000 monthly
0: housing allowance for six months. Here's Cal, this, <clears throat> Cal State. Isn't Cal State the outfit that keeps raising tuition? Yeah.
4: And uh, This is why. Diane Harrison, Cal State Northridge president, $277,000 a year. She was your president? Yeah. Uh, what was she like? She had dope? Uh, she didn't really do much. Uh, <laughs> it's a quick assessment. Uh, so uh, her duties were described after she's done as president. Dr. Harrison has been available to the chancellor for advice and counsel on matters pertaining to the California State University. Dr. Harrison.
0: Dr. Harrison has served as a source of historical information and organizational context during multiple conversations with students and staff at the Northridge campus. A source of historical? Historical information and organizational context. Talk about the jargon.
4: Yeah, uh, Diane, um, uh, what year did they install the toilets uh, over at the uh, cafeteria? Was uh,
0: historical. Former <laughs> San Jose State President Mary Papazian resigned last year and again... Her handling of sex abuse allegations, she's being paid almost two hundred ninety-one thousand dollars until December. I love how these woke heads are are uh, are are knocked off by other woke heads because they didn't follow. Yeah, they the probably proper... took out a lot of these people. Yeah, it was sex all, abuse all over his sex abuse. What is going
4: on? How much sex? They're abuse? not the
0: abusers. They just didn't handle the investigation properly. Right, how, much, how
4: much sex abuse is going on? How many investigations? Uh, it, I mean, it knocks off so many presidents. Uh, oh, listen to this. Papizian will become a faculty member in San Jose in the Department of English and Comparative Literature. Oh, that sounds like a waste of time, huh? What kind of job do you get out of that department?
0: You do a lot of comparing. You do a lot of comparing. You, you get a degree in comparative literature, and then what do you do? You go work in a library? She said in an email response, she's advised colleagues and made herself available regarding advice to navigate the challenges of leading their campuses during a time of significant complexity, disruption, and transformation. Boy, they really have all. Complexity disruption. Written by a PR firm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so complex. It's the pandemic. Those are the words to use now.
4: Everything is getting transformed.
0: The whole world was roiled by the pandemic. It's my favorite roiled. No Times word, roiled. We're roiled. I woke, up,
4: I woke up roiled this morning. Did you really? I don't know why. I just, you know, I say, I just feel roiled. Usually you take a glass of water, you, you yeah. it'll feel better. Usually it's dehydration it leads to unroil roiled.
0: yourself. All
4: right. We got a, more What a bunch up. of crux. Crux. <laughs> John and Ken, KFI. <laughs> uh, classic LA Times story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With composting, Californians can take climate change into their own hands. With a photo of two wieners uh, tending to their compost pile. They have a huge pile of rotting fruits and vegetables that they've thrown out. And one wiener is is dumping uh, vegetables uh, out of a tub. And the other one who's outdoors and wearing a mask. Uh, He's got a shovel. (laughs) <laughs> and he's rearranging the pile. And their names are Yoichi Nagano and Esco Robinson. And they are L.A. Compost volunteers.
0: Yeah, apparently this story started off with a woman that just couldn't stop thinking about her kitchen straps. <laughs> Teresa Leone. <laughs> I bet you these two she guys. She knew they weren't really trash, and she kept thinking they're going to go into a landfill where they'll decompose and it'll be horrible for the environment. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, hey. she got to a group called LA Compost, sure. and they sit there and they uh, throw in broccoli stems and coffee grounds <laughs> and banana peels into a.
4: They watch vegetables rot.
0: <laughs> they sit there and rake them, and yeah.
4: Let's go over to the compost pile and watch. So she's uh,
0: learned to successfully compost her yeah. food waste.
4: And, you know, the earth is already cooler.
0: For, and for, I, I guess it's really she felt a sense of relief.
4: <laughs> well, somebody's got to tell her she's taken on those uh, thousand new uh, uh, coal-fired uh, generator plants they're building in
0: China. You know, the story is a James Rainey special. Oh, I know. I, know. I thought I he was gone. That. He's still there. No, he came back. James the, Rainey. Yeah. The pandemic that got some people knitting and others remodeling their homes oh, drove no. others to plant vegetable gardens and to reconsider their relationship with food. Some people started knitting, including leftover fruits and vegetables. <laughs> they might so, feel powerless against global climate change, but at least they can keep onion skins and carrot peels out of the landfill. I am powerless against global climate change, but I can do the, my part. Yes, I can shovel these old
4: tomatoes into Did my you ever compost imagine pile. That, that,
0: Carrot peels and onion skins are destroying the, uh, the environment. <laughs> yeah, that's what's destroying it, right? <laughs> Not the 50 billion cars on the road. So people are going there and getting their hands dirty with mulch as they <laughs> learn how to compost.
4: Oh, my God.
0: This woman, by the way, is a special effects artist in Hollywood.
4: Yeah, and there's there's a
0: composting Zoom class she took, learning about gardening and more. And they have close-up of the rotting vegetables with all, all kinds of dirt and mold growing on. That's great. Well, it's, yeah, you can make it into uh, like a real garden to grow other sure. plants and vegetables. Sure. So I, I'd
4: I'd love that's to what you spend... do with the
0: compost. I'd
4: love to spend all my free time
0: on that. That's... It replenishes
4: nutrients <laughs> in the soil. Join Esco. Uh, We got uh, Conway here. Hey,
2: now. Hey, the one rule of thumb that I have for everybody listening is never eat tomatoes that are growing in the wild. Right? Like, you know, growing in a garden, it's fine. But if you ever see tomatoes growing behind, like, I don't know, like a Home Depot or something, (laughs) never eat them. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's a good idea. I won't do that. It's the one seed that survives the digestive system of a, of a, a human being. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So... You know, guy takes a... Uh, oh, know,
4: I see. Right. You know
2: what I mean? Sure. They're called, yeah. uh, I think, black tomatoes.
4: All right. Oh. yeah. You, no. you, don't, you don't want to absorb don't that. Don't eat wild system. tomatoes, man. No. All right. No good. That's a, right. a good tip. Yeah, you know. very good. Good very. nutritional tip there.
2: I gave it to a buddy of mine, Kevin O'Donnell, a little late. He was halfway through the tomato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corbin Carson's coming on tonight. Uh, he's got uh, big news. And also, Lieutenant Colonel Daniel Davis... With the uh, He's a retired uh, 21 years with the U.S. Army to talk about what's going on uh, over in Ukraine, as well as the attack on Pearl Harbor and September 11th. We'll talk about all that stuff. Uh, and then uh, we also have um, uh, eight injured when a car crashed in Riverside in Middle School. That's horrible, a horrible story. And then I saw an accident today. I was in Glendale, and I saw a woman, a little older, right, uh, hit the accelerator instead of the, uh, the brake and oh. went right over the parking lot, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bad news. I think that happens every day in supermarket <laughs> it, 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 lots. Yeah. I bet, you know, in Glendale, it probably happens. I mean, you know, Glendale's like Burbank. You know, yeah. this thing is uh, in Burbank, you know, that's where old people go to visit their parents. <laughs>
4: <laughs> because about, about 10 o'clock in my grocery store, it's almost all elderly people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you got to be careful in the parking <laughs> lot. There
2: is. <laughs> you know, you always have to look around. No,
4: there are a lot of flattened bodies.
2: Yeah. yeah, You can't text in that parking lot no, of, the, of no. the grocery store. <laughs> all right, Conway's coming up. All right,
4: up. dog. Dog. Grocery
1: is the news. Come on, ring go. the bell. Can Hi,
4: KST HD2 Los Angeles yeah. Orange County live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app.
1: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to luckylandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions supply.
2: With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today.